He's an entrepreneur, robotic process automation or RPA evangelist, business development expert, technology delivery leader, startup and scale-up specialist with over two decades of experience of assisting Fortune 100 clients within the financial services and travel industry reach their goals using a range of technology solutions. In today's episode, let's chat with Mahesh Vinayagam, who hails from Chennai, but worked in three different countries. And now they have set up his own organization called Cubotica. It was established in 2017 and they are nearing completion of five years. Let's chat with him and understand his entrepreneurial journey while also learning the nuances of a topic, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, the guiding voice for a better future. This is your host, Navin Samala, and I am a fellow IT professional just on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. So folks, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help you learn some amazing stuff. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact towards the end. And you'll acquire more knowledge by tuning into TGV, The Guiding Voice, for every minute than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining me today. And today, we are going to discuss a topic, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And I'm extremely pleased to have Mahesh Vinayagam, part of TGV's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Mahesh, welcome to TGV. I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you, Naveen, for the warm welcome. and I am pleased to be here with you as you are on that mission to guide millions of people. Um, I am very proud to know about your background and um, having known it and to kind of uh, do what you're doing today. Um, uh, it's uh, remarkable. So first off, congratulations on your own journey, Naveen, and uh, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for all the compliments. And uh, I keep telling this again and again. It is because of guests like you, I've come this far, crossing 200 plus episodes in the span of 22 months. Wouldn't have been possible without tremendous support from my fraternity of guests like you across the globe. Thank you so much. On that note, Mahesh, let's briefly talk about your career journey. Like you worked in three different countries. Of course, you can talk about the experience working in the three countries at a later point in time. But what are major milestones and top three things that have helped you so far? Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, Naveen. From where I come from and how I reached right now, so it's a journey. And obviously, you know, we need to go from here somewhere else. So this uh, journey has been very interesting and exciting and a um, lot of unpredictability and things that you'd have to evolve uh, over time and understand um, and move on. And um, I started my journey in Chennai. Um, where I was uh, born in a family of uh, you know two other siblings and myself and uh, hardworking parents um, who really worked very hard and uh, and so one of the, you asked me about three things that I learned in my life. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about is that um, that about grit uh, that my parents had to really you know help me in my initial part of my life helping me educate, um, you know, in spite of them having very minimal 
means. So they worked with their constraints very well, and uh, they actually showed tremendous grit to invest in our careers. So I think that is the first lesson that I learned very young. And um, I used to tell the story of my dad, how he used to have midnight asthma attacks and still at 5 a.m. he's all ready to go to his work and gets a 100% attendance. Uh, same with my mom. Uh, you know, she actually, you know, in the 70s as um, a graduate and being a graduate in 17, you know, minds all those, you know, situations at the time, um, you know, she fought hard to be where she got to and uh, her uh, dedication helped me um, early on and then I think we moved on I moved on to the UK uh, with a company called Sintel Um, you know it was an outsourcing company that's the only job I ever had in my life so I joined them in 97 in Chennai and then I moved on moved with them to the UK and then to the US Uh, a software engineer like an intern I I started with them as an intern Climbed through the ranks to be a, a senior director of the company um, from the top 20 or 25 uh, of that organization, ultimately when I left in 2017. So, so that's kind of pretty much uh, my journey um, in terms of education. I did my bachelor's of engineering, like millions of other friends from, from India, right? Uh, and then I did my master's of software, science, software systems from Bits Pilani, um, so working. Um, and then um, that's kind of pretty much uh, what it is. I was always inquisitive, curious, does a lot of things. So that's my second point that I would say that uh, you should have that always a thirst for curiosity and learning. Uh, it's very important. Um, uh, and this is an aspect probably I learned from my grandfather. He never seen a computer in his life. But I know when I said, I got a job in computer science, uh, computer-related work. He asked me, and he asked me to visualize, imagine it, how it would look like. Explain to me what do you do. <laughs> so it's 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 amazing that you have to have that curiosity, imagination, and finally, uh, I would say that you should be vulnerable. Um, and I think being vulnerable helped me kind of to learn from situation and to kind of be humbled uh, that that you you are not everything that you you think you are, right? So. I think, you know, accepting to be vulnerable um, is something very important um, as part of your journey as well. So grit, uh, vulnerability, and uh, the passion for curiosity. I think uh, those are uh, really important traits to succeed in the UCO world, especially. And uh, let, let me talk about uh, your background. Like you had very humble beginnings and very hardworking parents who have influenced you. Did you ever imagine that you would reach this position? Have you felt about it during your childhood or something? <laughs> very interesting question. Yeah. So during my childhood, my fantasies were very, you know, very simple. Um, I think if, if I said this, people were like fall off the chair. My first uh, things were like, I should work hard to buy a car and drive a car with my parents at the back. Okay. So that was like the biggest dream of my life when I was younger, right? Until probably I would say like 10 years old, 15 years old, that was probably the only thing that was driving me. And then, um, you know, I never imagined what I'd do here. I would, I would actually even cross the seas, um, you know, I've never thought about what I would do to it today. So, but I always uh, wish that I should actually influence a lot of people, you know, so <laughs> the, you know, I, went, I go to like the political uh, meetings and um, the huge sermons that happens uh, on the beach, the Marina Beach and see like millions of people or hundreds of thousands of people assembling. And I always wonder how these people are attracting 
so many people and making them sit down for hours to listen to them. So that's always a fascination to me to see how do I actually inspire people. That's great. And uh, I can relate to your car example. When I was a kid, uh, I was always visualizing as if I have to drive the car with uh, sunglasses on as well as uh, some rock music playing and windows open and all. Likewise, uh, <laughs> I, I, I can resonate with you on that. Uh, great. So now let's uh, talk about the core of today's topic, Mahesh. said uh, You always say this. I think I've uh, attended a couple of your talks as well and watching uh, through some of the channels and all. And I found that you always getting comfortable with the uncomfortable is something what we should be doing it in, in terms of growing ourselves, right? So why should we opt for being uncomfortable? I'll tell you, maybe I'll tell you an example on the story um, uh, and then we can go from there, right? A very simple example. So you are sitting in your house and I know your uh, target population is younger population. Let's, let's imagine that you're in your room and dorm, wherever you are, and you want a coffee. And right next to you is an instant coffee box from probably like the last time your mom visited or last time you went somewhere. It's probably six months old box of uh, instant coffee and some milk, you know, which probably do not know that's good or bad. Uh, but then, and it's kind of probably it's very hot outside or very uh, rainy outside. And now you have a choice, you know, how do you drink? You want a coffee and how do you drink? You know, so you have a choice to kind of like use what you have right now um, with the milk and the, the old instant coffee, make your coffee, drink it. Uh, that's the kind of the most comfortable thing to do at this point, because we have, otherwise if you have to get up, you know, dress yourself, be decent, go outside in the heat or the rain, uh, you know, probably go a, a kilometer or a mile or two and get it, get coffee, bring it home, make it. It's going to take a long time. Or if you logically think about it, the comfortable thing to do is do settle with what you have right now and with the minimal effort. But what you end up doing is getting an uncomfortable result, right? The result may not be what you really want. Maybe I would not say uncomfortable, maybe that not the, the, the most desirable result, right? Unless you walk that two kilometers, get that coffee, the nice coffee from the shop that you love and, you know, drink that coffee that will actually eliminate that power, the effort that you did. So I think it's about, are you, get, are you would you like to get comfortable with an undesired result or would you like to get comfortable with the minimal effort, right? So it's that, it's all about that. So, you know, in my life, I have, um, I've always sought things that are probably the most difficult things, not settling for the easiest uh, options, because that's what drives me to an extent. Like when I was a software engineer, I was a decent software engineer, I would say, uh, and, uh, you know, wrote some really complex programs and all that stuff. I said, like, you know what, this is not enough. I want to get into sales. I want to see how sales works. I get into sales. I'm like, wow, sales is great. Let me get into leadership, you know, see how I actually can uh, get a set of people to follow me. And when I got there to an extent and I'm like, you know what, this is getting too comfortable. Like I get my really good salary, you know, nice bonus and, you know, fantastic work style. Like, you know, lots of people respect me and an amazing life. You know, I have a wonderful wife and an amazing daughter who is, uh, you know, equally smart and amazing. Like I told you. She's an artist. She's, she's got everything. So life is all going so comfortable, but yet I choose to disrupt it. 
I say that, okay, I want to quit my career, which is very comfortable. Everything is comfortable around me. But it wasn't really, you know, it's not helping me fulfill my potential. Right? I kind of figured that this is, this is not why I'm destined for. I should be try, probably trying to go for something else. So I don't know whether I got what I wanted, but I'm just still, still making an attempt. And the attempt, but to make that attempt, I had to take that risk and get comfortable with the uncomfortable things of no salaries, probably, you know, like putting my um, daughter's education at risk, you know, my wife's comforts, right? So, you know, it would have been easier to kind of buy luxurious cars and houses and jewels and stuff like that with the salary that comes in every month, not having to worry about when I'm going to pay the next payroll. So I think it's about the choices that you make and um, uh, getting comfortable with it. Yeah, this makes sense, actually. We will also get uh, creative during these times and all, and uh, very interesting stories that you have shared. This is extremely helpful. And now let's talk about your experience working in three different countries. And what did you learn from each of them, Mahesh? Brilliant, brilliant. I think each country showed, you know, each country showed me different aspects of life. So in India, it's it's all about thriving, right? You, how do you thrive in a very dense environment, you know, like it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting thing, kind of making sense of a kiosk and be able to, uh, you know, have your own path and try to do it and uh, come out of it. And it also teaches you a lot of uh, patience, uh, I guess, right? Uh, maybe people will seem to be impatient, but then it is actually it teaches you a lot of uh, patience to an extent, um, uh, rigor, I would say. Then I went to the UK um, and the UK was, a, you know, it's a totally different uh, place, you know. So there, the, the respect for uh, personal life, you know, your personal space and, you know, uh, it was amazing. I was like, how is this possible, right? So they have very, uh, you know, a lot of respect for someone says, okay, I'm not well, or I'm, you know, I have things to do um, at home, right? And then they're like, okay, you know, you should be out. I remember when my wife was pregnant and she wasn't feeling well, The her manager called me to come and get her. She didn't let her go. She's like, I'm like, wow, this is, I've never heard about this before. And they started the, the maternity leave back in there, like 20, like she, my daughter's 17, like 17 years ago. They gave us six months maternity leave for my wife, paid leave. The, the quality of life, I must say was uh, very, very right there. And I came to America, the US, they call it the land of opportunity for, um, and uh, I must say like, you know, that's a perfect way to say this. It's so amazing. It's just a, like to be an entrepreneur, to be someone that has lots of dreams, lots of ideas, this is the place to be. They welcome diversity. They welcome diversity of thoughts. I mean, not only just a diversity of, um, you know, other people, which is, which is there, you know, in spite of whatever you hear, it's in fact, the most accepting, most diverse country that I've seen in the whole world, frankly. So the, here, the, the acceptance of your thoughts, ideas, and people uh, to coming in instead of looking at how you look, where you come from, that doesn't matter here. I think if you have a powerful idea, you will win. It's all about you rather than, you know, the society, the structure, everything kind of really defining you. You define you here. So um, it's totally different, three different things playing in a box, value of quality of life. Then it comes in like 
you know, like really unleashing yourself. So three different experiences in three different countries. Great. I think you're fortunate to have uh, experience in those three aspects. And I concur with you on the US. I've been there only once, but uh, I like warmth of the people. And they're so sensitive and sensible to each other. Right. So that is something very welcoming. And uh, so Mahesh, during your career trajectory, you mentioned you acted as a senior director okay, with Sintel. You were in a leadership position. Why did you start your own entrepreneurship journey when you were comfortable? Why did I start? Um, I started because I was not comfortable with, with how much my potential was being used. I think the, these, when I was in a corporate career, all you are trying to do is play the corporate politics to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, it's not a, it's not a criticism of that organization. It's, it's for every organization. If you're in a corporate life in a large organization, that's pretty much is what happens all the time. Politics and numbers, right? Through things becomes very important. And if you don't know to how to play either one of them very well, um, either you have to be like, you know, insanely fortunate to get all your numbers, meet your numbers every time, in spite of all the odds that you have, or, you know, extremely well to play politics, you can't survive in a corporate world. And I was like thinking, what am I doing here, you know, in this kind of a setup where all we are trying to do is, you know, play these, the number games or the, the political games, right? So I'm like, that's not what we are here meant to be. I'm here to create something. I'm here to inspire, impact uh, people or customers. So I think, I think that was my inspiration saying that, okay, I want to change in my career. I could have done and, you know, every other things like I could have been an educator, which also could have given the same result as uh, what I'm doing today. But being an entrepreneur is something that um, was playing in my mind for a long time. You know, I started my uh, like my first job was selling kites, <laughs> you know, like probably and then selling uh, courses uh, when I was like, I didn't even know what a computer science course would be at a local, um, I don't remember, it's uh, actually it's PyTech or one of those uh, uh, infotech companies. And I sold courses when I was like in the 11th and 12th grade. And um, I, selling was always in my uh, blood and being an entrepreneur was there always. And I had to take that step out that's so inspiring mahesh and now uh, let's briefly talk about cubotica what kind of services that you offer and also maybe touch upon some uh, trends that are happening in this rpa slash automation space sure absolutely absolutely so cubotica is a enterprise automation firm uh, so we help organizations automate their um, back office processes uh, finance and accounting procurement legal hr in many cases, um, sales activities as well. When you say automation, it's it's all about um, automating the workflows, the um, uh, handling those inputs, whether it's emails, documents, contracts. How do we actually handle those inputs? How do we automate those workflows and make it a seamless experience for their clients and their, for employees to serve their clients? So that's kind of uh, the, the work that we do. We are uh, ca- defining a category called automation as a service. So what we are um, now proposing to our customers is their own business, right? That's what they're, they, they are the job of building their business. It's, they're not in the job of building code or building bots or whatever it is. So how do we actually provide this service automation as a service to them? So they can need to scale 
their business while we can scale the infrastructure, the scale the automation, scale their bots in response to how they scale their business. So, so that is something that we are now uh, focusing on. So we include technologies like RPA, uh, OCR, intelligent document processing, natural language processing, and AI, uh, a combination of this along with um, some analytics-based uh, stuff to give them a end-to-end experience. Yeah, this is excellent. Uh, I think uh, it's the need of the R, the automation, because when this gig economy is still in O, wherein people are looking at some creative stuff and all, and if you ask them to do something mundane and repetitive, they get bored very easily. I think you're at the right uh, space at the right time. Mahesh, this has been fabulous conversation. We have spoken about your career journey, about Cubotica and all. So now I would like to lighten up the conversation so that uh, I'll kick off a rapid fire round and you can quickly answer them very crisply so that sure. our audience get to know other side of uh, Mahesh. Okay, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> all right. So let me fire the first bullet. What was the weirdest dream that you came across, Mahesh? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like weirdest. I, the, the dream that always strikes me is like stepping off the, the stairs. You know, that's something that that's keeps coming. Whether it's weird or not, that's, that's a dream <laughs> that uh, I always have. That's a fear of maybe failing. <laughs> <laughs> failing the people that has expectations on me. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah good one. Uh, moving on. Um, what is one thing that you would do differently from the past? Uh, very nice. One thing I must say that early on uh, uh, in one, I'll say a personal one is professional and professional side. When I quit my job in 2017, I, I just quit it at the whim of a moment, right? I said, okay, I'm going to do this because I, you know, probably was not as prepared as uh, anyone could be right now. So if I had to change it, I could have actually prepared much more. I took a year and year and a half, risked a lot of things and, you know, and uh, worry. I could have saved myself from it. So I think that I would change. I would have prepared much. And then the other thing that I would say is uh, probably when I, early on in my life, uh, um, in, like when I got married and also if I don't understanding the value of life, right? So uh, I think we all very young, we focus on work a lot, I think. Uh, which too much of energy into work, which is not necessary. Um, I think that intensity uh, could have been reduced at work. So I think that's something that I would change back. See, on that note, like you started your venture five years ago and you're serving Fortune 100 clients and all. What keeps you awake? So what keeps me awake is um, like the same thing about that dream I said failing the expectations of others. You know, there's expectations of investors, for example. They actually put their personal money with us, and uh, how do we, how do we actually make sure that we don't fail their expectation? And then there's family has expectations, and our friends have expectations. Now, um, some of my social media friends, my customers, my share the partners, everybody has an expectation. How do you actually uh, make sure you live up to people's expectation? Great. So Mahesh, I think in one of your videos, you mentioned about your friend that trusted you and helped you uh, uh, while starting this venture and all. Can you briefly talk about it before I uh, shoot my next set of uh, rapid fire questions? <laughs> sure, 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 sure. I think, see, um, 
when I quit my job, I was doubting myself, right? So I was like, okay, I did it. I made the decision. I quit. And I came out and then I'm sitting there like, and then the first day my friend comes in and he gives me a check. In fact, he gave double the amount that I actually took it from him now. So he just gave me the check and said like, hey, here is something to get you started. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Why would you give me this check? And he said like, you know, I have... You know, I think taking that decision from where you are, he watched me in close quarters uh, at work, um, how intense I was, you know, and how important I was. So he realized that the, the moment that I quit was not a weak moment. It was a strong moment. I could have just pressed on from there to achieve greater glory. But yet I chose to quit and do something else. So he figured that he, I had the resolution. I had the, the, the grit to do this. If I did that, um, I, I'll make sure that his money also works hard. So he said, you should do it. So um, I think uh, Amar's, um, you know, his name is Amarnath Vivekanandan. Uh, he lives here in Phoenix. So I think his confidence was uh, really, uh, was really important and uh, in my journey, I would say, in my entrepreneurial journey. I'm sure I, I would uh, agree and conquer because in those turbulent times and all where we are not sure of how decisions are going to affect and what kind of route we are going to fall in, Somebody having our back is so important. I think you are lucky and kudos to Mr. Amar. <laughs> All right. <laughs> maybe you should talk about the funniest moment in your life. Yeah. Maybe skip to the next question. I'll come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to do that. All right. Yeah, we can we can skip that and move to the next one. So what yeah. is one? See, we, we are in a fast-paced uh, technology world. Okay. wherein I am really curious about what this metaverse is going to do. On that note, maybe you can think out of the box and tell me one electronic gadget that you like to see or invent yourself. It could be anything out of your imagination. See, I think uh, it's probably being worked on in really doing things that you think. Right? That would be amazing. Right? <laughs> so it's like uh, you just say, okay, I want my um, you know, coffee that the coffee machine starts on. You know, It just makes it itself. And, you know, does it, and I want to say these things, and then it just documents it. I want to read it, write a book. I just drive the car and think about it, and it writes the book. You know, those are things that um, if somebody invents that, that'd be amazing to capture. The human imagination uh, would be amazing. See, right now it is happening partially because Google has all our data and all. At times, uh, I came across this situation. I start thinking about something, and the moment I open Google, a relevant article pops up. I don't know how it is happening. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but i'm sure it, it might um, come through very soon very interesting thought <laughs> yeah yeah so going back to the funny moment i'll tell you you know once i took my first uh, driving test in in the uk okay uh, it was like getting a driving license in the uk is so um, so tough you know and we, i'm just going there so tense i just i think i failed two times before that and the third time i go there this time I got everything right. I'm going to go there. I sat there in the car and about to, I was so, so confident. I'm like, yes, man. You know, I'm just talking to this guy, chatting up this guy and all that stuff. And then the guy says, okay, let's go. And then I was like, mm, mm, nothing is moving. The guy, uh, the inspector next to me, it might be a good idea if he started the car, right? <laughs> <laughs> So I think that would be something that's probably the the best of all the funny moments that I would have had. I think. Couldn't agree more. 
All right. So yeah, amazing rapid fire, Mahesh. With that, let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for today's conversation. So what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers? I would say, um, you know, have the grit to, and, you know, keep persisting. I think it's very important that whatever we try to do, even if you are half set and if you're taking a direction forward, commit to it and give it a give it a full try you know take explore it to the extent possible before you call it quits i think that's that's very important uh, whatever we set hands on we, the human human power human power of thinking uh, is is actually it's remarkable you know it's the power of thought is is what defines us if we want to do something you can be that it's like if somebody else has done what we have done like say for example if you are to you know create a spaceship we can do it you know it's not like it's not unreachable at all right we can do it anybody can do it it's all about putting the right efforts to it understands the extents of it understands the constraints how to relieve relieve those constraints and it's just it's just the time you know will will be different you know the the scale might be different but we can get achieve whatever you want in life if you are willing to put the time and effort towards it so and have the patience and the persistence and the perseverance to continue that commitment i think that's important and once you keep doing this like it's like the compound effect like darren hardy says you know having that consistency you know that compound effect is actually much much larger than a just a simple i just did x number of steps and then it's it's done i'm not going back no actually you would have to have that compound multiplier effect so keep do keep keep at it i think that's what i would say whatever it is and you would excel well in what you want such a such a great piece of advice and it, it was a fabulous conversation and i really appreciate you taking time to join me in this conversation and thank you so much for being part of the guiding voice Okay thank you thank you uh Navin and uh like i mentioned in the start um uh, you know you know having the grit and having to you know face certain certain, certain personal situation yet come up in life is not easy and uh i've heard about a lot of stories about a lot of people by then um uh, and i know like you have done that in your life and uh, you have gone this far and i think you'll get very very far uh, navin uh, with your effort and uh, with your grit so keep at it and uh, keep growing keep shining all right definitely and thank you so much for the best wishes really appreciate that all right so folks before we move into the trivia section here is a small request to each one of you in case if you haven't subscribed to us please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from so that you will be notified of all the future episodes Also if you have loved this episode please share with at least 3 of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice because your friends will learn new stuff like you and we'll gain new subscribers thank you so much in advance all right now let's hop on to the trivia segment of today's episode so folks today's trivia is about google you know google hired a camel named rafia to create a street view of the liver desert in the united arab emirates in fact they have made a lot of these kind of experiments in order to build the google map and various views and all it took a lot of hard work persistence perseverance so on and so forth that's how we are enjoying the fruits of someone who have worked so hard all right so that's all from the trivia point of view now 
I would like to hear from you in terms of some inspiring and amazing entrepreneurs like Mahesh. In case if you have come across, please feel free to share their profiles with me, either by chatting with me on any of the social media platforms, or you can email me on thegettingvoiceforyou at gmail.com. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Naveen, just a fellow IT professional and learner on a mission to make a difference in the lives and careers of millions across the globe. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye.